I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. There was a new Bond film recently, you probably noticed. You were sat next to me. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. there we go then. then, then you, go. Will, you will have yeah. done. Um, I, I do recall. Yes. And in the, um, uh, the beginning of that film, uh, one of his cars featured quite heavily. Uh, yeah, it does. Yep, it's yep. That, it's that silver one, isn't it? It's, that's that silver <laughs> one that he seems to quite like. Yeah, that's uh, right. Comes up again and again. Yes, yeah. yeah. I always forget the name, but uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, and its its introduction there at the beginning was possibly one of the biggest introductions. You know, one of the biggest. Um, Bond car sequences. Actually, it was quite a, a lengthy sequence with with that car in this particular movie. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah, fair, yeah. Mm, it got me thinking that um, a variety of vehicles over the years, and some of them have been more fleeting than others. Some of them have <laughs> yeah. been better treated than others. And I just thought, you know, the the cars, particularly for us, are a big part of the movies they're almost like characters in their own their own right that's right yeah. i got to thinking that you know what the introduction of the cars in each movie and some were better some were worse and i thought let's let's have a little ponder here okay as we do yeah, yeah. and uh and think what were the what were the best introductions of of the bond vehicles Best introductions. Okay, that's hmm. that's interesting. I'll tell you what, actually, but if you're going best, I'm, I'm just going to pop one in that I think is a contender for worst. <laughs> okay. Uh, just just to get it out the way so that no further discussion is required. Uh, that was the Z3 in GoldenEye. Uh, dreadful. Yeah, it was dreadful. It was in Q's workshop, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really bad. All these gadgets and wonderfulness. Didn't see it again. Then when we got time to headlights, stinger missiles. Yes, wonderful. That's great. I'd love a car like that. Then we Mm. get to Costa Rica, Cuba, wherever they ended up. Cuba, yeah. Um, And they do a little drive behind a plane. They tell Wade not to push the buttons, and that was it. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, I know. Completely pointless. Product placement. Would you like to buy one of these? No. Yes. That's no, and no <laughs> one did. It. Um. Yeah. Uh, that is. I think you've probably come up with the worst there, right at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. That was utterly pointless. Yeah. That's it. So that's. Yes. Yeah. All right. We can. The only way is up from there, really, isn't it? Think so. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Although. The BMW era generally in Bond was not strong. Um, yeah, but at least everything else had a little bit of something about it. Yes, true. The true. 750. Uh, that had the whole car park thing. Uh, Why didn't they have him re-record that? <laughs> because we wouldn't have anything to talk about if he'd said it properly. It's always puzzled me. Um, <laughs> even the ZA. No, 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 Desmond, Desmond, you don't say it like that. Oh. <laughs> I no, I do. Yeah. Yes. But 
I mean, like Z8, that at least had a bit a bit of action at the caviar factory, didn't it? It fired a rocket and got sawn in half. Yes. Yeah. Um, it it was it was more eventful than a Z3. So yes, we'll have that. It was. Yeah. Uh, and was a more interesting car. Uh, yeah, by miles. Yeah, a bit yes. more exclusive. Yes. You certainly don't see those ever. Quite sought after now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So well, there was that. Yes. We've we've dealt with that. Yeah. I mean, the introduction of any. I mean, like you said, the Z3 Q's Q's lab bit bit boring. The seven hundred and fifty at the airport. A lot no. more interesting, actually. With uh, yeah. The control malarkey. I think so, and it, it had a good sequence in the car park. Yes. Um, really good sequence in the car park, actually. Good music, yeah. good action. Um, the car park itself is brilliant for car spotting. We've touched on that before. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we went all over that. We did. So, so was... I think I think that worked well. But shall we shall we try and go through this a little bit chronologically? Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I got I got sidetracked by Brosnan. And... You did. Yeah. The horribleness of the Z4. Yes. yes. Right, okay. Go on then. Let's 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 attempt it vaguely in order. Well, um, let's start at the very beginning then, and mm-hmm. please please jump in if I if I miss something interesting. Um, the the Sunbeam Alpine in Doctor No. Yeah. Now that in the story is a hire car, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. And he picks it up at the airport, I believe, or is it? No, it's delivered to his hotel. That's correct. Yeah, delivered hotel, to his yeah. hotel. Yes, delivered to his hotel, and then he drives it up into the mountains. And um, yes, there's some terrible back projection action. A little bit, yeah. He has he has an incident with some henchmen, and I I think they were on the way to a funeral. I believe funeral. Yes. So that that all happens, but it was the sixties. That was. It was. It was the sixties. It, it was a very low budget film, um, and the, I mean the car doesn't really get an introduction as such. He's just kind of driving it. No, that happens to be it. That was. Yeah, that's not his personal car by any stretch. No, that just happens to be car. the one that he's in. Yeah, that's right. So you could argue, um, you know, that's not a brilliant introduction. Um, Quite a sought-after little car these days. Um, and not not horrendous money, actually. No, quite obtainable, um, yeah. if you can find one that's mm. in one piece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah I know someone who's got one, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I discovered recently. But um, Very good. Uh, indeed. So he lives locally, so there is one about. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, in terms of introductions... Um, not brilliant. It's just kind of there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Now, from Russia with love is quite car light, isn't it? Um, Bond doesn't actually have a car in that film. I don't think. Well, we see him with his Bentley. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. At the very beginning, beginning. Yeah. His um, his Bentley four liter. That's right. Um, but he doesn't have a car. As such, he drives a pickup truck at one point. Um, firmly not his. Firmly not his, no. No. Um, that gets a bit knackered. And, yep. um, yeah, there isn't there isn't really another 
another no, car in that. No, um, that that's we've touched on before. It's all it's all traditional spy film espionage. It is. It's not about motor vehicles. It's about tomfoolery on a train between. It is between rival agents. It's little yeah. little bit of Citroen uh, traction avant action in Quite, there. Yep, yep. When they're in Istanbul, yes. Yep. Um, yep. But. but Mm, other yeah, than not... that, it's quite car light. Yeah, mm. that is made up for, of course. In, uh, yes, in the next film. Um, now, this is probably one of the best introductions. Mm. Um, I think this is the contender for top, isn't it? I think it is possibly contender for top. Mm. Yes. Oh, where's my Bentley? Yes, that's had its day. I'm afraid. Double O Seven. Very good. You'll be using this Aston Martin DB5 with modifications. <laughs> yes, indeed. And oh, what a glorious introduction! I mean, and I mean, kind just... of out of nowhere because we've gone from from Russia with Love with a briefcase that is the most <laughs> sort of hint of gadgets we've had. But you can believe a spy of that era having a briefcase like that. Oh, absolutely! A little knife that pops out, and some yeah. some gold coins in there in case you need them, and an exploding canister. That's all very much of the time, isn't it? And that's it. But um, a modified Aston—that's very different. That's something oh, a bit special. Yes. Well, Goldfinger really had a much more lavish style, didn't it? To the to the previous two, and yeah, the introduction of that in Q's like just the way the camera pans across it and you know there mm. it is and then q demonstrates all the various toys um and mm. i just think it's it's glorious and it's it's position in the in the story and in the film really gives it a kind of movie star quality yes because um, it, it, it it's not in there for the sake of it it's a part of the story it's bang on yeah it is and it, there are several scenes where it's just driving it's not all about the gadgets i mean when he's when he's trailing goldfinger through switzerland he's just driving it along most of the mm. time there's a lot of scenes of that car just driving along that's right um not in a chase not using gadgets or anything he's just yeah mm. Discipline, double ocean. <laughs> yes, but it's oh, it's just yeah. You're right. It's it's up there. It's got to be right up there for best intros. I think so. And it it it's that it's those sequences that gave that car that legendary status. Yes, um, and it, it it's you could argue that it gave the car you know more of a star quality than it really possessed, but. Um, Oh, yeah, I suppose, but oh. yeah, but we all just... wanted it though, didn't we? Yeah, we've all had the model cars in various forms over the yes, years. Yes, absolutely, it worked well. It worked yeah. well. Yeah, um, it, 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 your reasoning was exactly right because it was part of the story, not just thrown in for the sake of it. It's yes. not a BMW Z3. It's not. No, no, it isn't in any way. No, no. So indeed. Yes, that's that's the one. So I think I think that is a contender for the best. And of course, it returned in the next film. Um, it did, and its yeah. introduction in the pre-title sequence with the water cannons out the back again. We've covered that particular scene um, before, and the mm -hmm. fact that it was actually a different car. Um, but 
Um, again, it's use in Thunderball. There was a lot of just ordinary driving sequences with it. It wasn't all about gadgets. That's um, right. It was. I mean, there was a bit of a chasing issue, but he didn't actually get to really use gadgets. He didn't need to, did he? Uh, because um, uh, yeah, that, that that was dealt with by his uh, red-headed lady. Um, red-headed lady on the motorbike, yes, quite. shot the um, the Ford Fairlane, I believe it was. Correct. Um, yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, and that went uh, kaboomski. Um, yes. But uh, yes, the the Aston uh, didn't actually do anything. Didn't in really those sequences. Didn't really do much. I mean, and it had all its fanfare in Goldfinger, really, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, um, and that's where the legend um, comes from, really. Yeah. Um, um, it's... So you couldn't really say that there was an intro in Thunderbolt because it was the same car, and uh, aside from a bit of water jets, it was... Mm. I suppose it wasn't an introduction to it then, no. That's no. fair to say. That's fair to say. There is a, a brief sequence with a Mustang, isn't there, in Thunderbolt? Uh, yes. An original Mustang in an awful colour. Uh, yeah, um, mind you, I suppose you could say the same for Goldfinger. Actually, we've got a bit of Mustang action in there. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yes, I had never thought of that. Yes. I had never considered that before. You're right. Yes, there's a Mustang in both of those movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, that's that was half of the discipline issue in um, Goldfinger, and then Thunderbolt yes. was. I no desire to be capsized twice in uh, one night. <laughs> Yes. Do you fly here often? Yes. yes. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so ladies in Mustangs, that was... That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Convertible problem. Mustangs, obviously. Obviously. Um, obviously, yes. But, yeah, that's... Uh, sure convenient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair dues. Um, I think that's probably um, time to move on, then. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're, we're off to Japan now. We're now off to Japan. Uh, you only live twice, and well, not strictly his vehicle. Not his vehicle, but it certainly had an impact. The Toyota two thousand GT convertible. Convertible, yes, the yes. only one that existed. Yes, because yes, you've got a lanky Scotsman, and he doesn't fit in the. He wouldn't fit in the little Japanese sports car, no, <laughs> that's right. And and uh, quite. Quite the vehicle. I mean, it's just every time it's it, it appears in there, there's some piece of action going on. Yeah, and it was just it was genius. That it was uh, a lovely bit of car casting. That wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Um, I don't know quite how that came about, but no, that's a strange one, really. But yeah, I, Toyota certainly jumped on some sort of bandwagon there. And went, yep. That'll do. Mm, I mean, maybe it was as simple as that, that they were going to be in Japan. So they spoke to the largest Japanese car manufacturer and said, we need a car. Um, yep. And they sent over their latest model and found that Giza couldn't fit in it. So they had to take it back and mod it a bit. Um, yeah, that, he probably looked awkward. I imagine they'd sent a coupe over, started filming and went, it's necking half bent over, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, he has to get in it quite quickly. He's being shot at. He can't uh, sort of oh say, my... can you boys hang on a minute? Because I've got to, this is going to take me a second to get in here. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> true. Because when when it's all kicking off outside um, Osaka Chemicals, there. 
or Sato, or yes. Sato, not Sanka. Sorry, that's a that's yeah. a, that's a city. Um, mm, indeed, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, you can't imagine him diving through the tiny door of a coupe at that point, can you? He's going to do himself a, an unfortunate one, isn't he? Doing that, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, that would have ended his action film career right there. The, the boys are whizzing around there in their whatever it was, black saloon car, and. Um, he uh, he's got to get in there a bit sharpish and speed off. And if he's trying to get the seat back and get the door in the open, and it's not gonna, the cool's gonna go, isn't it? Really? I mean, I would have paid to have seen that if I'm honest. Oh, so I want to see that edit. Yes, because they must have had a coupe. Yeah, well, they did. They in they order. did. They a, a coupe was delivered to them. Yes. Right. Okay. That's all right. And then, then. and then they tried him in it, and yeah. But whether they were filming or whether they tried that before they were filming, I don't know. Oh, my. Um, whether they were in the middle of the scene and then they realised he couldn't get in it. Mm. I, oh, dear. I, I hope just, so. No, oh yeah, um, that would have been fascinating. Um, just for reference, uh, the uh, you mentioned the uh, black sedan there that was... I did. It was... Well, this is an interesting one. Oh, uh, it was depending on badging. It was essentially <laughs> essentially a Toyota Crown, but sometimes badged Toyopet. Oh, okay, interesting. So yeah, that makes it makes sense for it to be a Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have thought so, but uh, yeah. it was. Um, I th- think the the Toyopet thing was uh, to do with. I think it was the first export to America. Ah, uh, okay. I think. Okay. But don't quote me on that. But there you go. Okay. Oh, interesting. And uh, that's yeah, ultimately the one that gets stuck on the magnet and lobbed in the sea. Just a drop in the ocean. Maybe exactly yes. that. Yes. He phrased it more elegantly than I did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he had a. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, he was going to, wasn't he? Really. Yeah. If yeah, if Mister Bond had said yeah, and just lob that in the she, yeah, it's not as good, <laughs> is it? It's not the same, is it? No, yeah. it's not the same. Maybe there's an earlier edit where he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yes. Let's hope. Oh right? dear. Yes. The director's cut will come out, and yeah, yeah. Connery just going for that. Yes, going just just course. Lovely. Yeah. Just yeah. Back to the Edinburgh truck driver, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but other than that, not a vast amount of car action. No, not at all. Um, that kind of stole the show, and that was it. That was it, really. Uh, what a thing, is, though. What a thing. But it is a contender. It's right up there. I think it's right up there. It was introduced in action, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, it did the business, apart from the slightly speeded-up film. In a uh, of I don't worry about that. That, that was the 60s. It's fine. It was the sixties, yeah. Cars don't corner like that. No, um, that, that... if they did, you'd break your neck. <laughs> uh, yes, no. So uh, we we move on to we do the singular instance of uh, Mister Lazenby, the one shot Bond. Mm-hmm. Yes, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and another very strong introduction um, because the introduction of the car. Is tied up with the introduction of him. 
yes. Yeah, it's all rolled into one, isn't it? It's... It is all rolled into one. A classic Bond scene. There he is cruising along. Uh, early morning, you assume he's been in the casino all night. Been on the um, lash. Been... <laughs> Bond's been out on the lash. Honestly, yes. you wouldn't want to breathalyse him at that point. You really wouldn't. No, you really wouldn't. Good job he was in Portugal. Um, yes, so there he is, and the um, the red cougar, not like that, no. uh, goes uh, screaming past him, and um, no discipline this time. Uh, he's, no. He's on it. Right in there. He's all yes. up in that. He is. He's not exercised any self-restraint. He's going for it. No, he's on that. Uh, and, um, yeah. yeah. So she charges off and decides that, wandering into the sea is a tip-top idea, so he drives down the beach and deals with that. He does in here, we should say, Aston Martin DBS. That's um, right. The original, what a glorious vehicle that is. Lovely. The only problem with that sequence is the tyres squealing on the sand. Uh, that does happen. It um, does. Yes. We do, I mean, if we go back to Dr. No, there is some tyre squealing on the gravel roads as well. Yes, I know. They're uh, taking a little liberty in the edit there, but um it it's fine, we'll gloss over that. Um we'll gloss over that. So yes, that is a really strong intro because it's the introduction of Mr. Bond in a different guise. Yeah. And the introduction of the car as well. Yes, um, it is. And the car features throughout the rest of the film. Uh it's not gadget laden. No, it's um, not. He's got a, a sniper rifle in the glove box, and that's about it. Yeah, that's um, you couldn't really argue that that's a uh, a gadget, really. You can chuck that in any glove box. It's not a gadget, no, indeed. Uh, it's just kind of there. So, yeah, not gadget-laden in this instance, but a fantastic car um, and features throughout the movie. Um, yes, it rocks up in various places. Including the very important ending. Uh, yes, that's where the demise of Mrs. Bond occurs. Um, yes. Yeah, it's it still, still to this day, it's uncomfortable cinema viewing. It is, isn't it? It's a very powerful bit of cinema, that. I think, as you once described it, bullet through the noggin. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. It's delicate um, and through the windscreen of said Aston Martin. Um, so that car is is intrinsically tied up with the story of that movie, uh, and um, it is. And and to bring it slightly on trend, where you said at the beginning, uh, you we went no time to die, and mm. this is how the topic started. I mean, that's how it ended of that film. Uh, as soon as we had the opening sequence of the latest movie, we went, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Have you not seen the other movie? You can't be doing that. that. Not bad. <laughs> no, that doesn't go well. No. Yes, indeed. It's possibly the most, uh, how do I put it, most story-bound car, actually, um, of all of them. Yeah, for um, something that turns up so much it yeah it's yeah it's, it's there throughout no matter what he's doing really yeah it is it's always there you see it again and again um he's driving it to places we see it in various locations in portugal we see it back 
in the UK outside M's house. You see <laughs> it outside his uh, his hotel. Yep. Um, yeah, it's all it's all over. It's at the it's the wedding car. It is the wedding um, car. It's, it's it's covered in the flowers, and that's, yes, that's the whole reason the poor lady gets shot. He's like, oh no, oh. I'll take these fuckers off. We look, He's... I look like a right pansy here. <laughs> <laughs> Got a point. Yeah, we do look brought, like an ad for a flower shop. Yeah, um, he brought that on himself there, hadn't he? he? He really did. Yes, he'd be much better off with the strings of coke cans off yes. the back bumper. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it's not. That would have taken the edge off it a bit, wouldn't it? Really, if he's clattering down the road that lot. I mean, if you're driving a '60s Aston, you'd be like, "Oh God, what's falling off?" Oh, he thought he's been—he's dragging the exhaust. That's yeah, what's going yeah. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell! The V8 verbals. Yeah. Oh. oh, dear. But, yes, it a consistent car through the film, and and I would say, I would say top three for intros. I yes, think. I think so. Uh, a brilliant car used to great effect. Um, not at all wasted in that film. Oh, um, uh, all the way through. Okay, so so yeah, that's, that's good. Top so, one. Right, so we're going back to the safety of Connery after everyone panicked. We yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Um, yes, that's exactly what happened. And yes. they just he, threw money at him until he agreed to do another one. Yes, uh, and there is some car action in there. The DBS is there, as we've touched on. You see the no, arse you in the are very, very, yeah, in the background being fitted with some things. Yes. Some bobs. Uh, but yeah. none of the other cars are actually his. And No. Uh, no, uh, we've got the Stag, which is Peter Franch. Oh, um, yes. Uh, which is a miracle <laughs> that never just overheated. Uh, it's it's amazing that got to all the way to Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the majority of it's on a boat, so it's fine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, would you settle the, for a tulip? Uh, <laughs> so that is not that's not worthy of an introduction, I'd say. That's because, not no. Uh, and the Mustang wasn't his either. Tiffany's red Mustang. It wasn't, although it does see some action, and he uh, is at he is at the wheel. He's at the wheel, and it's one of those biggest faux pas in cinema, as we've touched on. We have covered that before. Yes, it was yeah, it was integral to an enormous cock up. Yes, yeah. Um, but for me, that's not up there in intros. No, not at all. I quite like it. And I quite like its sequences, but no, it no. doesn't. Again, it doesn't really get an intro. Um, no. She's just driving it. It's just not. It while it is like you say, there are some important scenes. It's not. It's not core Bond, that is it. No, it's not. Um, you're never going to associate Bond with a Mustang, really. No, you're not. Um, or indeed a moon buggy. Um, uh, no, where even though a wheel did fall off of it, and they. That made it into the final edit. Only available on widescreen prints of the film, though, which is why it was missed missed on television for decades. Um, (laughs) It's true. It is. If you're in 4.3, you can't see it bouncing out of shot. You can't. But in full Panavision, you you can see it, yes. (laughs) The wheel came off, yes. Yes, not so good, which is really not good on a three-wheeler. 
It's, it's really fun. not. No, not good at all. But there you're we go. not escaping on that. No. Yeah. Um. All right then. Now then. So we're uh, a bit weak there. Bit bit light there. That um, is a bit weak. But I suppose we're not getting any stronger in Live and Let Die. Well, no, we're not. We've got lots of Chevrolet action. Uh, um, yes, it's, they they paid everywhere lot of money to. Supply a sea of dreary. They sea of dreary. Well, they're all the same. That's the problem. It's not just different Chevrolets. They're all the same Chevrolet. Yeah. <laughs> if you was... look at that sequence at the beginning, mm. um, where Bond's driver is shot and he has to drive the car from the back seat. Yes, they're they You've got they're a all the same. <laughs> some all of, the same. Some of them are yellow because they're taxis. Yes. And then the others are various shades of boring because that's what the general public are driving. Oh, right. Okay. That's so right. One car is, is a bright colour. All the others mm. are dreary. Some are three doors, some are four doors, uh, three, two doors, some are four door. Uh, but they're all the same. But every car on the road is the same model. Yeah, I was fairly convinced that there were some Fords available in that particular era, but apparently not. I, I, I've heard tell that Ford were doing reasonably well at that point. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, just there's nothing um, Bond car worthy there, is there? No, there really isn't. Um, no. And then he's in a he's in a checker cab at one yep. point. Uh, there's various Cadillacs, but he's not anything to do with them. A uh, bit of bus, bit of bus. Yes, of course. Yes, um, which I always thought was a route master, but it wasn't, was it? It was something else. Right. Okay. Yes, you are correct on that. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, can't, I can't name it, but yes, you are right. Uh, um, and apparently he drove it very, very competently. Yeah, well, he was trained by a, a, a London bus driver who they flew out there. Um, That's right. And the, 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 the guy training him said, actually, if the arse falls out of the acting career, you're quite good at this. Yeah, <laughs> I believe I believe he was very good. And they got him out on a skid pan with it and everything. Yep. Yeah, they really taught him to handle this thing. Mm. Um, and he, yeah, like you say, he did really well with yeah. it. But why they had him do it, I'm not sure. Because in the movie, you only see it from long shots. It could yeah, have been it, anyone. It's, well, maybe he fancied it. Perhaps he fancied having a go. Yeah, I'm James yeah. Bond now. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go at a bit of this. Yeah. Yes. Yep, why why not indeed? So yeah, yeah. that was uh, but again, not not Bond car heavy. No, it's not, is it? Um, um Well, and then moving on, the next one not strictly his own cars, but very iconic for cars in the Mandalorian. Oh, it's a good one though, isn't it? Yes, I presume you're talking about the AMC Hornet. Uh, yes, yep, we've yes. a lot of AMC in that. It's all AMC, isn't it? Yes, they they paid a lot of money to have, um, have weird, weird American left-hand drive cars in Thailand. Yes, because... Drive on the right! <laughs> yes, a bit weird, because you had, obviously you had Bond in the Hornet chasing down Scaramanga in the Matador. The Matador, that's right. Yes, so the uh, sorry, the Matador car. Coupe, Matador Coupe. Yes, bronze because car there with was black a black roof, number seven five four three. Yes, yeah, very, very well done. Yeah. yeah also, that... a little bit of Mercedes action there. 
yeah, yeah the white is Mercedes, isn't he, which belongs to Lieutenant Hip. Yeah, that's right. And um, oh, Goodnight's got an MGB. She has. Yes, that's right. And of course, a little bit of Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. Uh, yep, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All green Rolls Royces belong to the Peninsula Hotel, which yeah. is true and is still true to this day. Is it? They still have a fleet of green Rolls Royces. Yes. That's impressive. Yes. Like they've just that. upgraded. They've just upgraded them over the years. I was going to say, I'm assuming they're not shads anymore. No, they're not <laughs> shads anymore. They upgraded them over the years, and they still the Peninsula Hotel still has a fleet of green Rolls Royces. Okay. So they good. Can, yes. Oh, well, there we go. There's a, a... See what a posting of two-year posting to staff intelligence does for a girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, that's... Oh, I like that. There you go. Um, so, yeah, they did quite quite a bit of uh, automotive action there, actually. Now, I, w- I think the, the AMC Hornet actually had quite a good introduction there. Um, ah. Test drive, boy. Yes. <laughs> The uh, the Jar Jar Binks of the Bond world. <laughs> yes. There he is. There he is. Sheriff G.W. Pepper. Yes. Louisiana State Police. Here's my identification. Mm. Yes. Goddamn point heads. Not good. <laughs> no. Not good. No. You can't Not say good. <laughs> Even at the time, that must have been bloody questionable. Must have been a bit on the edge, that one. Yeah. That yes. Mm. You can't say that. Mm. But I suppose it's very in keeping with his character. Well, yes, but even so. Even that, mind you, it it does get broadcast on TV still, and that I assume it gets passed through because of those reasons of going, that's quite a redneck man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it must do, because I've never noticed that being cut out. No. Um, So You have no more idea of traffic control than a goonie bird. Mm. Yes, uh, I want to know what a goonie bird is. I'm sure. I, I'm sure he knows what one is. It's just the rest <laughs> of us have got no bloody idea. No. Unless you're from Louisiana as well. I, I'm not. Even then, I think it's questionable. I don't think he's a, a spokesperson for the state of Louisiana. I hope not. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> um. All right then. So we've had a couple of Roger Moore films, and now now we hit with possibly. I struggle between this and DB Five for best. Interest. Yeah, we're 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 coming to another high point here, aren't we? Yes, yes. Uh, and that's the Lotus Esprit. It is S One. Uh, yes, uh, in, in white, um, and I believe PPW three hundred six R was Colin Chapman's personal car. Mm, very good. Um, because that was the only one they had. <laughs> oh right, that was that was your lot at the time. Well, they only made so many. And well, true. When they when they agreed to use it, um, and they said, "Well, we've only we've only got one. It's the chairman's." And they said, "Well, ask him if we can have that." I'll do. I mean, it's not <laughs> like that one was going in the water. That was a model. Don't don't worry. Yes, it was indeed. That was just a body shell. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, a strong introduction. Um, Mister Q driving it off the car ferry in Sardinia, mm-hmm. um, and uh, showing quietly showing Bond all the bits and bobs, but without us 
being privy to it, I that's thought right, was quite yeah. a nice touch. Look yeah, what Q's brought for us, isn't it nice? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, I don't know. I couldn't pick between the two. I don't think so. It's a contender no, for number one between that and the DB5. Very strong action. Um, yeah, it's that is a tough one. Um, and yeah. my opinion, my opinion on that will probably change back and forth. Yeah, I think you and I will alternate between first and second for that and the DB5. And for mm. me, in in third position comes the DBS in on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes, I think I would agree with all of those thus far. Yeah, very good. Well, that was very yeah. succinct. We dealt with that. We did, didn't we? Yes, esprit yeah. in the water, lovely. All done. Um, um, yes. Other uh, worth noting in that particular film. Other good bits and bobs of cars. Mm. Uh, the uh, it was well to you and I. It would have been a Cortina. It was actually a Taunus. It was a Taunus, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. because that was the European version. Yes, yep. uh, and uh, and we we joke about it constantly. The Leyland Sherpa. <laughs> oh, the cylinder head gas. That's the fella. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. So there we go. That's, that's uh, the one. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't get through it without mentioning that. So that's no. Fun. You got to. It's it's another high point. Yeah. Um. Yes. Indeed. Um. um other and... than that, though, I think we're. There's nothing much of interest. We've we've ticked off a bit of Lotus, a hint of Ford, and 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 that's where it is really. Um, yeah. Uh, going f- from there, I mean. As we've touched on before, it should have been for your eyes only. Should have been. That's what it said at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, and yet we ended up at Moonraker, which we is did. a sea of toss for cars, really. There's nothing to work with there, is there? No. Uh, no. No. Um, uh, we had, they ended up in Brazil. Uh, there's going to be an awful lot of Volkswagen bits and bobs kicking about because that's yes. what there is in Brazil. Um, um, there is a brief Chevy's. Uh, so I'm sure there's a brief silver shadow. Yep. Uh, that uh, uh, chauffeurs him from the airport to his hotel, and that's uh, that. That's um, uh, yeah. And, and yeah. what what's Manuela driving? It's some sort of weird thing. Uh, She's tailing him in his rolls, and I, d- I don't know what it is. I mean, Bond never goes anywhere near it, but she's she's driving some sort of. I'm going to have to look this up. Oh, it's God. some sort of vintage style thing. Um, I'm going to look it up. I think. Oh, it's. I'm going to go. It on. Is. It, it's. It's some replica thing. I think it's a, a a laugher. It is well done. I'm very impressed with that. It is. It's an MP laugher. Okay. It was. It was something very specific to Brazil. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I have just found it. Yeah, indeed. I have actually found a picture of Roger Moore with it, although he's never in it in the film. Um, Uh, No, no, he wouldn't uh, dream of going near it. No. Uh, Yeah. There you go. I'm impressed that you knew that. I didn't know what that was. uh, I don't know why that's in there. I think that's from reading books of uh, in recent times of just going, well, that's some nonsense to put in there. Yeah, we just shoveled a bit more of that crap in there. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, one one fancy thing actually. Uh, uh, one of Drax's cars that ferries Mister Bond around. 
to the uh, to where they're doing the shooting. Oh um, yes, yes, yes. There is a, a weirdness there, isn't there? Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, that was an, a Spano Suiza. Of course it was. Yeah. So oh, of course it was. Yes, uh, indeed. But, but still, not not colossally strong cars, but it's all right because we end up at Fioros only. We do, and it all gets better again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We go back to the comfortable world of Lotus. Yeah, we do the Turbo Esprit this time. Uh, yeah, in, in uh, yes, because we have a bit of Burgundy action, don't we? Well, not initially, but we do. Not initially. It's initially white, and then it's uh, Burgundy. It was supposed to be white all the way through. But once they got to Cortina and it was in amongst all the snow, mm. um, it kept disappearing. Um, and the cameraman said, can we make this a bit brighter at all, yeah. chaps? Because we can't film it against all the snow. Yes, not very helpful. But they, it did the trick. They they threw in a bit of exploding car and the way you went. That's right. We'll explain that. Oh, you see, you've managed to get the Lotus back together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, yes, Uh Resprayed in a lovely reddy bronze colour, um, yep. which is very nice. Very nice. And, uh, and some ski brackets on the rear louvers. And um, yes, OPW 678W was all ready to go again. Yes. Yeah, off she went. So that was good. Mm, yeah. And we had some lovely. other treats in there. Uh, backwards, forwards, quickly. <laughs> uh, the Dershavo. Yes. Yes. In uh, the glorious yellow. Um, Yes, I mean it's something we'll remember forever because it was used in a good sequence. It was used in a very strong sequence, chased by some Peugeots. And, uh, um, yes, we had the five oh fours, five oh fours with the weird back end. Yes, yep. um, and uh, it got utterly ruined. Yes, <laughs> it did get ruined. Uh, we had, um, oh my goodness me, come on, brain, don't fail me now. Chap with the octagonal glasses. Ah, Emile Leopold Locke. Locke, yes, that's the fellow. Enforcer in the Brussels underworld. That's yes. it. So he gets kicked off the cliff in his Mercedes uh, W115. He does, yes. We see that car a few times, but it a... then eventually goes off the cliff, yes. Oh, or was it the 116? Oh, my goodness me. It's going to bother oh. me. Oh, it's a, it's a two, done it. It's a 200 series, I know that. It is a 200. I looked this up last time we discussed this, I think. Um, um, and, yeah, so there's yeah, some strong car in there. I'm looking it up. And and for good measure, there's a, there's a bit of Zamboni action on the ice rink. Oh, well, of course. Yes, yep. uh, absolutely. Um, it is a... No, don't know about that. It is a... Uh, it's a Mercedes 200D W115. Oh, okay, I'm right. I got it right first time. I, uh, I was second guessing myself. You did. Oh no, I tell a lie. Actually, I tell a lie. Oh, he's in two different Mercedes. Oh, he's seen at the ice rink. He's seen in a black Mercedes mm -hmm. with snow chains on it. That's a 200D. But the car he goes off the cliff in is a 450 SEL. Okay. Does that mean was I right with the one one six? Oh dear! Oh, um, you've done it now, haven't you? Uh, were you right with the one one six? I'm not sure. I'm trying to find the out. One six. Bear with. Bear with. Um, 
You were right, I think, with the W116. Let's see. Yes, you were right with the W116. That's what the one that goes off the cliff. Right, okay. okay the so other one that he's in, um, was in Cortina, was yep. the... Um, it was a 115, yeah, 200D. Right, yeah. Yeah. okay, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Cleared that up then. Good Mercedes action there. there good Mercedes go. yeah. knowledge. But uh, right, let's, yeah. Christ, um, let's don't go down the sprinter route again. No, don't, don't do that. Not you again. know what happened last time. Oh. <laughs> All over the shop. We ended up. We, in we, even had a naked, we even had a, a naked bottom at one point. Oh. How the hell that happened. Um, oh, but. Yes, so a bit of bit of Mercedes action there, a bit of Lotus, two CV, some Peugeots. That was the first Bond film in a while where there hadn't been an occasional Mini Moke. Uh, um, yeah, I think yeah, that's that's true actually. I think yes. Oh, what? No, um, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. There was there was no action in there considering the amount we've had before, like you say. Um, no. But uh, but still, uh, nothing to rival our top three there. I don't think. Because no, I don't think we've so. seen, wasn't it? We we like the Lotus, and it's a different Lotus to the one we saw before. Mm. Um, but again, it but, doesn't get much of an introduction. He's just the driving it. And that's um, it. It's almost assumed that he's going to be in it. Yes, because yeah, that's fair. Um, he gets his mission, and then we see him on his mission, and he's just driving it. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, okay. Well. That's all right. The top three is intact. I think um, so. So, octopus. now then, octopusy, a particular favourite. Yeah. Um, so we are quite car heavy in this. Well, we've got a lot going on here, um, but none of these are Bond cars in the traditional sense. No, I suppose not. We've got the the three door convertible Range, haven't we? Yes, um, yeah, not his. He's a passenger. Really, he is a passenger. Uh, yes, do we? Do we don't see him driving that at all? Do we? I don't recall. No. Um, or is he driving it right at the beginning when oh, he's when towing... they arrive? Yeah, yeah, possible. Actually, yeah, he might be. Um, um, and then we've got. I mean, throughout the film, he's basically nicking cars. Well, he is, isn't he? All the way through. There's, there's, yes. Um, Excellent he, car action, but none his and none worthy of an intro. No, I don't think so. Even the even the Alfa Romeo um, that gets he, liberated because that's wasn't it someone who was in a phone box and yes, and wouldn't, wouldn't get off the phone, and he just took her car. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was pinched and chased by some. Uh, BMW 5 Series, the old shark nose. Oh, yeah, the um, E28, very good. E28 police cars, very good. He then, we've got a number of different Mercedes um, again of various vintages all the way, but we've got some 1960s Mercs right up to um, more modern stuff. That's right, that. yeah. we get, They're um, all over the shop in that. Um, but the one that he steals and then drives on the railway line is a 68 um, 280 SE. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you mean. Yep. You know the one I mean. Um, because the Russians, uh, or General Orlov, is in a Gaz, um, a Gaz 24 Russian car, mm -hmm. um, the one that gets hit by the train. Yep. 
um, eventually. Actually, no, the gas doesn't get hit by the train, does it? The Mercedes gets hit. By oh, the, the Merc train. gets hit by the train. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. right. The license plate is General Orlovs. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, the Mercedes gets hit by the train. The gas just gets close to the railway line. It drives into the railway line where he gets shot. So, yes, we've got some uh, BMW action. As I said, the police cars, a few good J-turns and things like that with those. Yep. But yeah, there isn't actually a Bond car as such. No, it's, not at all. No, it's um, it's all stuff he's pinching all over the place. But I think the Alfa Romeo GTV6 is probably the highlight there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, it's a stolen vehicle, but it's it's more than noteworthy. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, well, let's conclude the Roger Moore films with A View to a Kill and, again, no Bond cars. No, we've got the Rolls-Royce Silver Ghost, is it? Uh, or is it a Silver Cloud? Oh, I never, I don't know all the silver numbers. Um, no, I'm, I'm usually... It was, it was Cubby Broccoli's Rolls-Royce. Oh, yeah, it was actually his car. It was actually his car, yeah. And then when it came to sink it in the lake, what more Bond thing to do? They bought another one. Yeah, don't sink his one. No. No, chuck, chuck anything else in there. Um, just, we'll just buy another one. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of other stuff that crops up... We've oh, hang on. Hang on, I've just uncovered something. I've uncovered something here. Oh, now here's a thing. No, I think we might be right. Okay, so the car was a, a 1962 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud 2. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was the car, that was Cubby's car that was used throughout the filming. Yep. But the car they threw in the lake at the end was a 1958 Bentley S1, which they had lightly made look like the Rolls Royce by changing the grill, altering the bumpers okay. a bit, um, just tweaking it a bit, uh, right. and then I... blowing it over with silver paint. And, uh, okay. um, I suppose and... it looked close enough, didn't it? Yeah, Yeah, and it was only on screen for a few seconds. So mm. they drive the Rolls Royce up to the edge of the lake. Everybody gets out, cut away, cut back of them pushing it in, mm-hmm. and it's the Bentley. Okay. So. They switch them there. I didn't know that until this second when I just researched okay. it. That's, that's good. That is useful information. Yes, indeed. That's they drowned. Great. They drowned the Bentley, okay. probably but because that was cheaper at that time. I'd imagine that was considerably cheaper. Yeah, um, an, that... an MOT failure Bentley. That's what's gone in there. Nice. <laughs> yes. So. We've taken that then. We've got obviously the one that we all remember, but it's not a Bond car because it's a taxi, the Renault 11 that gets lopped in half. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's fair enough. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, it's not, again, not worthy of an intro, really. It's not. We've then obviously got the fire engine in uh, San Francisco. Uh-huh. It was a La France 900. Just oh, very good. Getting that in there. Um, but again, not a Bond car. And that's about it, isn't it? 
Yeah, um, there's there's some noteworthy things, but they're just there out of consequence because, like we've touched on before, Jenny Flex has the Fuego. He does. There's a Series 1 Range Rover mm-hmm. um, that Zorin is chauffeured around in. But, yeah, really quite uneventful. That's about it, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, not a lot of car action. There's a number of... Dodge Monaco and Plymouth Fury police cars. Oh, yeah, there's um, going to be a sea of American toss. Loads of, yes, indeed. Yeah. Lots of that. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's about it for Mr. Mr. Moore, I think. Yeah. So not a lot of... It is the Lotus, isn't it, really? Yeah, that was his, that was his moment. Uh, and he might actually be a contender for number one, but like you say, depending on which day you ask us. Yes, I think so when it comes down to it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, however, okay, however. Mm. However, we th- thrust forward to 1987. We do. And the living daylights. And then you get a proper car. Oh, yeah, you do. This is a favourite, this one. It's a good yes. car. Yes. And we end up with well, it's we end up with the Aston V8 uh, Volante. Actually, the first time we see it, first time we see it is the Volante, um, and then gets winterized and becomes the Vantage. Yes, yes, yes which Ooh, is it's a good one. It is, and uh, that whole thing of oh, we're just winterizing it and like, just taking the Aston out for a spin to Bratislava. <laughs> yes, yep, very good. And there it sits. It's a fantastic car, this one. It's mm. a real favourite of mine, this one. Yeah. Um, its introduction there, as soon as we come out of the pre-title sequence, there it is, sitting by the side of the road in, in Bratislava. And, yeah, it just looks... Uh, it's doing the business, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's... it's beefy and just... Ugh, yeah. Works for me that. Yeah, yeah, no no arguments there. It's it's up there. But I'd have to say it does slot into position four. Mm. I don't I don't say it I wouldn't say it cracks top three. Mm. 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 No, you could be right. Yeah. You it's... could be right, actually. Yeah, well the D V five and Esprit are without a doubt top two and then the the DBS purely because of personal preference goes in at number three. Yeah, um, the DBS is a good one. Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, then throughout the film we get plenty of Soviet action. Oh, there's uh, lots of larders. Yes. Yeah, fair bit of larders, bit of Trabant, all yeah. sorts, Some, all sorts going on there. Yeah, yeah, um, and I suppose there's a bit of bit of Jag and Daimler going on at the safe house. Just more there is and and a, and a Range Rover. Yep. Um, yeah, indeed. Yes, there's a Series Three XJ and there's a Daimler thing, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So never, yeah, never remember what they are. Uh, um, no, I. Th- yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, that's it, it. It that one is actually worthy of Bond car intro. That's right up there. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's certainly. Um, yeah, certainly right up there, as you say. Yes, um, really, so, yeah. really good ones. Got some good action sequences. Got some a nice update of the gadgets from the DB5. Yeah, nice. and, and we see it in Q's lab, which is a is a hallmark of a good Bond car. Yeah, yeah. Mister Dalton got spoiled there. He, yeah, he did. Yeah. He got. See, he's done well there. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, to be honest, less spoiled in his next film, though. Yeah, it all went a bit wrong there, didn't it? Yeah, just... I mean, well, he did go a bit rogue, so he's not going to get government handouts at that point. No, well, he's driving some, as you might put it, American toss, isn't he, at the beginning? Oh, he is, isn't he? Um, yes, I'm just looking it up, what it is. Um, oh, God, what does he arrive in? It's a Lincoln... Uh, what is that? Lincoln Mark 6, I think. 1987 Lincoln Mark 6. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Um, what a thing to arrive in, yes, because it, it, yeah, dreadful, as, we, as I recall. Yeah, it's, you know, mm. yes, and then he's seen driving that a few times because he, um, uh, yes, it's he drives it away from Felix and Della's wedding, doesn't he? That's the last time we see it, I think. Um, Probably for the best. I think so, yeah. I would just hope he pops pops that in a swamp somewhere. <laughs> well, he would, driving it away from the wedding, he would have been cane in the booze. He would have struggled. Yeah. He, he a wedding. Yes. He must have been absolutely twatted trying it on with every bridesmaid in sight. You would have thought, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely hanging by the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can imagine him just going near a lady and just a general gust of his breath and then passing out. Mm. He'd have been right on it, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yes. Dirty boy. <laughs> However, he's he's speeding off in the Lincoln nonetheless. Um, Dreadful car. Let's hope Sheriff Pepper's not around. Um yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's not much else of note. Yes, well, other does. other than a other than a Kenworth tanker, that's about yeah, it. Yeah, he has it? a little drive in that, and Sanchez has the Maserati by Turbo. He does, which is another awful. <laughs> it's awful, but kind of appropriate for the film. Uh, there is another shad, of course. Um, oh yeah, Q's rocking about in there, isn't he? Q's got a shad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got um, a, he's got a shad too because he's got the rubber bumpers. It is a shad too. Well, it would be rubber bumpers anyway. He's in America. Uh, um, true. Yeah, safety. For, well, is he in America actually? He's, oh well, no, he's in he's in Mexico, isn't he? Sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, pale blue shad uh, with the white wall tires. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing there that's going to trouble our uh, top contenders. I don't think so. No, we're we're not strong there at all. No. No. And yeah. and and there we see the back of Mister Dalton. We do, sadly so. Yes. Maybe um, we didn't see more of him. Yes, quite. But we do then move on to Goldeneye. And we've touched on the dreadfulness of Z3 initially because I wanted to do a sick in my mouth. Yes. But we, before the Z3 was a thing in that film, we did revisit an old friend. Oh, we did, didn't we? But we did. <sighs> And I love, I love the introduction of that car in mm. that film, straight out of the title sequence, and there it is, close up of the grill of it racing along, mm. uh, the sound of the engine. I think that's a fantastic, a fantastic little sequence. Yeah, that 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 sorts everyone out in an instant, doesn't it? You just know from that, Bond is back. Yes, and um, and it was, it was, that film was massive. It was colossal, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it Considering was. the budget wasn't actually particularly huge. No, not, not at all. Speak. 
That film uh, was import as important in the franchise, I think, as Casino. Yes. Um, yeah, this was a real stab in the dark after six years. Six years of this kind of dead time. Um, and, you know, was it going to work? Could Bond survive in the 90s? Um, and, yeah. Uh, All as well, as it turned out. It was quite a gamble, really, especially with a, a new actor, although, you know, an actor who'd had some success in similar roles. Um, uh, yeah, and well, as we said before, this wasn't... He, he was meant to be Bond much earlier than this. He was, and that all went a bit wrong. Mm. Yes, very upsetting. Yes, he was meant to be Bond when Dalton got it, but um, didn't happen uh, nope. for one reason or another. But that we could do a whole podcast just on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot. There's lots behind the scenes there. But yes, the 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 DB5 in that it was nice to see, but it wasn't. It's not like we were going full gadget territory. This was just uh, there was a no. lo- lovely lady sent out to do uh, do an evaluation, and he flung around some B roads, and uh, then got a pissed on champagne, and uh, uh, yeah, did uh, what Bond does. Yeah, yeah he uh, he may have uh, influenced the results of said evaluation. What do you think? Uh, entirely possible. <laughs> Yeah. This is the first time we get the sense that the DB5 is now Bond's personal car. Yes. As well. Um, that it's sort of his, that he's somehow acquired one. Because uh, it's different different number plates, of course, the original. Different um, plates, not gadget laden other than champagne cooler and a weird printer in the CD player. <laughs> um, Do you remember fax machines? Uh, yeah, no, it's good. That's. <laughs> Uh, so that helps you stay on the top of things. Oh, yes, because that was definitely his personal car. Because then he got the company car that we already wanted to sick up about. So have problems with? Yeah, uh, this is true. Yeah, uh, but that's about it, isn't it? Really? Um, yeah. That, well, that, apart from a tank, obviously. Uh, yes, there there is a tank. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know much about tanks other than. He was in. Well, no, but there is a thing about that tank. I don't know if I've ever told you. Oh, is this a dwarf one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. I'm just trying to see it. It's a it's a T55. If that means anything to you, I'm Uh, I'm not not an aficionado, but yes, it it, it was borrowed, wasn't it? It was borrowed for so. Yes, it was borrowed over a over a lunch break um by the red dwarf crew who were filming just on the other side of leaveston um are you and... trying to tell me that wasn't in st petersburg where they were doing the chase that's what i'm trying to tell you <laughs> um that should come as a surprise to no one no. um so when mr brosnan wasn't driving it um robert llewellyn was yeah that's that's been a star-studded tank <laughs> what a thing Mm. Yes, and they, they didn't. It wasn't planned. They just the Red Dwarf guys apparently realised that they were shooting. You know, Bond was shooting with a tank just over the field there. And they yeah. thought, "Oh, that'd be a nice way to end this scene. So, you well, know, see if you can borrow it. it of a lunch hour." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's not like you're going to break it, is it? You're just going to break Quite. anything near it, so it's fine. So when uh, when Mr. Brosnan was off having his sandwiches, they they. Would- it over field and um, 
and, and did a bit of filming for Red Dwarf with it. Well, there was all sorts going on during that particular shoot, wasn't there? Because there's some wonderful mm. um, photographs where Roger Moore turned up. Roger Moore visited the set. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, what a what a thing. Yeah, there's yeah, some pictures is... of him and Pierce together, aren't there? There are. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. That was a, a quite a nice moment in time there. Yeah. Um, and they built the studio. The Leaveston studio was built by the Bond team. It wasn't a studio before they got there. No, that's um, right. They they converted it um, uh, because um, uh, they what, either they couldn't get must... they couldn't get Pinewood or Pinewood was too expensive or something. There was some reason they weren't going to film at Pinewood. Yeah, there was um, something iffy about it until yeah, and and. But all was redeemed when it came back for Tomorrow Never Dies, wasn't it? Yes, they, that's they right. Back that was it. back at, back to Pinewood. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, there's a lovely segue. But we've that's, already that's, touched uh, on that. We've already touched on on that because we're firmly in the BMW era. A little bit of DB5 action there. A little um, bit, a little bit. Just popping up to uh, Oxford to brush on a little Danish, I believe it was, wasn't it? Oh, there you go. Yes, he's a cunning linguist. Yes. Oh my, yes, uh, yes. Uh, using, oh, how dirty, um, rude, cheeky. Mm. Um, so yeah, and then he drives it to London um, to MI6, um, and then he's in another Daimler thing. Um, yeah, yep. With M, um, uh, you yes. will just have to decide how much pumping is needed. Uh, quite, yes. Um, and um, and then we're firmly in Germany with the seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, and it's... which was in fact a seven forty. Uh, yeah, let's not worry about that. Um, but yeah, that's it. Was a good intro, and yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. coming out of its its packing container, and um, yes, yeah, I I enjoyed that enormously. Mm, I think so, and um, it was criticised a bit. Oh, you've put Bond in a you know sales reps. Saloon, although I don't think the seven series, it's fair to say, was a sales ref saloon. <laughs> but, no, but we mentioned this before because he was uh, masquerading as a banker, and I think he was. That was quite appropriate. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, um, uh, and I think it's. I think it was a good introduction, and I think it it would probably slot in behind the vantage from Living Daylights. Hmm. Well, we like the E thirty eight seven series, don't we? We've even discussed it as a possible possible purchase. Yeah, um, we all like the E thirty eight seven series, and we have said it may just have to happen at some. Point. One of us is going to have to buy yeah, one. Yeah, so. <laughs> so yeah, I do. Yeah, just I just like it. It's it's just yeah. There's it's nothing classy. to argue with there, is there? Mm, Timeless no, treat. Good sequence. So, um, yeah. Strong sequence, very good. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, so happy with that. Yeah. Um, the world is not enough. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Like we touched on the caviar factory right at the beginning there. It's another, another shad. Uh, yeah, but a sh- bit of bit of shad mm. action again. Um, mm. There is some. I mean, Bond's not driving them because he's in his boat. But there is some interesting. Well, I say interesting. 
Um, well, there is some British chod kicking about, isn't there? There is some British chod kicking around there. We've got a Mark 6 Escort having a clamp put on it. We've got a Rover 800 police car. That's right. And we have a Vauxhall Omega police car. We do, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's... Mm. Uh, yep. Um, For such a strong film, it didn't rely on the vehicles. Not at all. No, no, because even the even the Z8 is kind of incidental, really. Uh, yeah, really is. It was it was helpful for introducing R. It was, yes. And that was um, about it. That's about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Oh, we've done that then. <laughs> I think we have, as uh, you say, for such a good film. It's surprising how little car action there is in it. Yeah. Um, all right then, let's let's go for everyone's. Oh, oh dear, it's going to be a tough one. This right, Aston term- Martin call it the Vanquish. We call it the Vanish. Absolute toss into yes. the intro. <laughs> really bad. I'm afraid so. Um, uh, yeah, that's not going to go down as a classic. It's which not. is a shame because I love a vanquish. I do. It's a cracking thing, but its place in that film was just appalling. Uh, yeah. Um, and sorry, you just I... look at that and you say, you've given him an invisible car. We are yeah. really scraping the barrel for ideas now. We aren't are we? clutching. What the are we course. doing here? Come on, mm. please. No, don't, I got don't do that. I got nothing there, I'm afraid. And again, we've got we've got a Jag XKR, another car we really like. But just ruined. Ruined in that. Um we we won't we won't dwell on the Ford Thunderbird. Um oh, bloody thing. And um yeah. Uh uh, oh, God. Right. Sweep it under the carpet. Right. I suppose we could mention... Um, I'm just... Mm, there is a slight thing here, and I'm just trying to work out what the car is. Yes, okay. Oh, is there this is where a... they're lobbed out of a plane? No. Um, right, okay. No, this is nearer the beginning when he's in Cuba and he's driving a Ford Fairlane. Oh, that's a nice hark back to Dr. No. Isn't nice it? hark back to Dr. No and Thunderball. Yep. Um, because what's his name is driving. That's correct. Nice. Camp- yeah, that, that was Camp nice. Lippy, is it? That's right. Yeah, I think yes. so. Yes. Is driving a Fairlane in that mm. as well. So I thought, yes, that. I hate to say it, that's almost the high point of that film. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yes. Oh, God. Love the old brown fair lane. (laughs) It had some white bits on it, didn't it? It was two-tone. It it was two-tone. White on top, brown on underneath. Yeah. Yeah, But still, yeah. We are clutching. But not a bronze car. We assume, being in Cuba, and Cuba's full of cars like that, that that's just a higher car. Yeah, that's what you get. You don't get a a, a Vauxhall Corsa. You get that. You get one of those. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry, Pierce, but we've got to move on. Yeah. 
He's right. not done well, has he? He's not no, done well. Poor sod. Right, Casino Royale. Well, and um, we've got everywhere you look. Jaguar Land Rover. There's a Jaguar Land Rover product. Or Ford. Yes. Or Volvo. Or Ford or Volvo or anything that that group owned. Yes. Right. Okay. So he was in a pre-production Mondeo. He was in a pre-production Mondeo. Um, Great. Which we, uh, yeah, we... Uh, mm. It's not even our favourite Mondeo, is it? Not really, um, no. I mean, no. Okay. Uh, As we've touched on before, the, the hotel car park is absolutely joyous. Yep. Uh, we, yeah, it's just, just rammed full of it. Uh, we obviously get the DB5 again, but he wins it. It's obviously not his. It's, it's not, not his. And... No, it's a left-hand drive. Um, yep. uh, Nassau, Nassau registered car. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So the the... The Bond car in that is the DBS. It is, yes. And that comes to a sticky end. Um, it's introduction. Well, it doesn't really have an introduction, does it? It's just in the car park. Um, um, yes, which is a shame because, uh, well, actually, it's not too bad of a shame. Well, the, it, it, again, this film is incredibly strong, but it doesn't have a big Bond car intro. No. Uh, but if you move on to uh, Quantum of Solace, that mm. sequence and that intro of the car, same car, yes, much, much stronger. It is. Yeah, it's true. That yeah, means- that's true. What? A, yeah, a really, a really tough chase sequence. Yeah. Yeah, lovely setting, good cars. Being Just chased by some alphas, yes. Alphas, few defenders in there for good measure. Why you got to do that, haven't you? Yeah. Um, uh, it, it gets a door pulled off. Um, yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, solid. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but that's... Got Mr. that's Mr. White in the boot. Yeah. That's, that's the good thing about it, though, isn't it? Because we can all, we can segue between the films without really noticing. I think that's best, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is fine, because Casino Royale was a masterpiece and didn't have to rely on its vehicles, where maybe Casino Royale did a little bit. Uh, just a little bit, maybe. But mm. but in modern times, actually, now we've concluded the Daniel Craig films, Casino Royale fits better. Sorry, not Casino Royale, uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace, yeah, as we've said before, has been made better by yeah. what has come later. Yes. That's right, yeah. Yes. So, but I think that's an accident. Unless it was in, if it was incredible planning, then well done. But I don't, yeah, know I don't it think was. No. <laughs> no, but I'm happy that it's happened like that. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so oh, yeah, DBS DBS is a high point there, but it doesn't really get a good introduction. No. Um, uh, no, not in not in Casino, but it gets a good introduction in Quantum of Solace. In Quantum. Right, straight away. Because it starts with the screen black and just the engine noise. Yeah, that's true, actually. You just see little flickers of shadow as it goes under the yeah. tunnel. Love yeah. it. Really yeah, yeah. like that. Really that's tight, actually... close editing on the car. Yeah, um, that, that's actually that's really strong. That. Yeah, it is. It is. It's one of the strongest chase sequences um, in all of them, I think actually, that yeah. it's one of the best bits of that film. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Most definitely. Right. And then the I like how the, the fierce, ferocious, frantic action, and then all of a sudden, calm as he wafts through Sienna. Mm. Um, and then just yep. calmly gets out and opens the boot. And um, yes. <laughs> yes. And then we immediately cut to... Uh... The song that yes, mm. indeed, it's a strong, it's a strong opening. I'll grant you that one. That one does, uh, does deserve being on the list. Yeah, yeah, that is right up there. That is, yeah, it is. Um, okay, Skyfall. No, some, some may argue peak Daniel Craig. I do. Yes, I do too. So yes. well, say some one hundred percent of stuff and waffle. One yes. Our survey said. <laughs> um, well, okay. there's a lot. There's a lot to chew on here. Well, One of my favourites here, and again, I think it gets quite a good introduction. Is M's XJ? Yeah, because we see it racing around London, um, also wafting around London. Yeah, there's a bit um, of waft, and there's a bit of a race, and then some traffic. And don't you recognise the bloody car? Yes. Just get out of the way. Yeah. Yes. That. That, that um, all kicks off. That all kicks off. And then Bond takes it later on and clouts an alloy. Um, oh. I'd like to know if that was... That's got to have been an accident that they left in. I would assume so. <laughs> but I suppose it did fit with the uh, spirited exit. It did fit with the spirited exit. And he's going down quite a narrow street with traffic coming the other way. Yeah, and it just, it's quite a fierce, isn't it? Because it moves the car. Yeah. It's, it, it's a real clout. That wheel, you're not having that refurb. That's had it. Yeah, that's, you've, you've gone on, if you've not buckled it, you've actually split the wheel, I think. I think so. That yeah. really gave that a clout. <laughs> yeah. So that, I like that, that though. I like that car. It's, yeah, that's a, a good car. Yeah. Uh, Bit of Bond action in a Jag, very brief. But then, yeah, and he's not driven a lot of Jags over the years. No, not at um, all. So that's nice. That was nice to see. Yes. Um. But then we move on very, very quickly to a DB5 again. We do. And while it was a very gentle introduction. It was incredibly well received. It's so good, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Enormously well received. Just because you open the door and you play a series of musical notes. <laughs> yes. And, and it there made, it is. Yeah. But it made the audience go wild. Yeah, it did. It um, did. Um, and there it was, just sitting there. Oh, I suppose that's completely inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and for that reason alone, it's got to go up there. Again, yeah. it's not going to break the top five that we've almost got locked in now, but it's it it's, it's strong though, isn't it? Strong, yeah, yeah. And they got the lighting right, and they filmed it from a really good angle, and it's got the right number plate on it. Um, you know, two one two one six is back, yeah. and there it is. Um, yeah, brilliant. And then yeah, so off that, that, they go. It's it's um, good. Oh, go on then, eject me. See if I care. <laughs> oh, so good. Not very comfortable, is it? <laughs> Just now. Yes. Already got to drive long... all the way to bloody Scotland. That's a long way to go here. Yes. 
Not mean it made it out of central London and you're moaning. Moaning already. You're only five minutes from the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, then. Now, Mm. if we take it from there and we go to Spectre, we end up at a Bond car that Uh, was made purely for Bond. Yes, I suppose we do. The DB10. Mm. Yes. Never went into production. No. Yes. No, so we've yes, got... yes, yes, yes. Obviously, that, I mean, the DB5 is in there as well, but it's, it's almost, compared to Skyfall, it's almost inconsequential, really. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, but yeah, we've got the DB10. Uh, obviously, when he goes to the Spectre meeting, there is a sea of filth in the car park. There is, isn't there? Yes. Uh, uh, you take a moment on that scene, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Um there's the one thing that I have noted in there that's of interest. There's a lot of sort of modernish stuff. Yeah. But someone has bothered to buy a Bugatti EB110 Supersport and park it in the car park. <laughs> really? I never noticed that. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, wow. You can always count the amount of those that exist on two hands, and that's your Yeah. Lot. Someone's put a lot of effort into that. I just imagine. I don't know where you'd go to find that. No. That's really amazing. Don't. That's yep. amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, we've obviously got the the Jag, the CX-75. Yes. Uh, for for the chase. Yes, that did well too. Equal to the Aston, really. Um, uh, yeah, they, bo- they both sort of featured for the same sort of amount of time. Uh, we've got the... Yeah. Uh, in the middle of that for some strange light comedy value we've got the fiat 500 we have in an almost roger moore bit of comedy there in a really really weirdly interjected there i think it was really strange that wasn't it you're thinking this doesn't belong here at all but it did give after the really dark scene of the spectre meeting and the Mm. thumbs in the eyes um it did give the audience a little bit of light relief um, yeah, yeah, just a little, that. a little bit of Roger Moore humor there, just to just to have a little chuckle at. Yeah, um, yeah, that's I fair. think that's what it's for. And I thought it was it was fine. And then the airbag goes off, and yeah, there you go. Yeah, happy days, happy days. Apart from that little Italian man whose car's buggered, but yes, uh, I was fucked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but there, um, yes. So that was yes, that that was that was nice. Yeah, that was. Okay, right. Let's bring uh, it right up to date then. If but just before we leave Spectre. Oh, please do. Go on. An, an, an honourable mention and a particular favourite of mine and another car which has actually been on our purchasing lists. Mm-hmm. There is oh, I know, uh, the Jag XJ. Yes. Um, M's Jag XJ, the X350. Um, yeah, that's a bit of you, that, isn't it? That's a bit of me. In fact, uh, the, it, that may still happen. Um it was a two. Th- well, there were a number of cars used. Um, some of them were earlier than others because obviously they didn't change that body shape for a few years. No, so that's right. I believe um, the car that uh, Daniel Craig and Ray Fiennes are in was a 2006 um, XJ Sport. Uh, yeah, that the, sounds right. With the 2.7. Uh, twin turbo diesel engine yes i believe that car was sold not long after production 
um and it was indeed uh, that that spec funnily enough we, it had a, an exeter registration which i i think we've mentioned before yeah that would be nice to have in the collection wouldn't it it would wd06 ccy mm. um was an exeter purchased uh jag xj i guess they must have just because it's an old car they must have just scoured auto trader for old xj's yeah yeah came from exeter so. yeah probably bought a few of the same vintage and that was one of them lovely that's a yes. re- and the fact that it's now been it was very much m's personal car um, yeah that just that just makes me want one even more of course it does yes, yes. no that would be a good choice of a vehicle but yes mm. no that's no, definitely worth noting Yes, yep. not a Bond car, but used in a good sequence. It had quite a nice introduction where it sort of glides out of the shadows and mm-hmm. and then you see sort of Bond and M just kind of cruising along in it, not knowing what's about to happen. And, yeah, I think it's a really cool little sequence. Yep. Yeah, you you are 100% correct now, mate. And I, rem- I had a Jag when that movie came out. So <laughs> I remember sitting in the cinema thinking, oh, cracking. <laughs> Happy days. Oh, dear. (laughs) Right. That's just me. Moving on. No time to die. Yes. Right. A lot of cars. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We've obviously only fairly recently touched on this, but um, yeah, we're very Aston heavy here incredibly but i mean while the opening sequence was i mean it's car heavy it's not classic it's not classic and they're not even real astons uh, no so, so yes yeah, that's, that's a problem that, um, you've, ruined, you've ruined that in one go very good right okay yes we'll, we'll draw a line through that one then sorry about that but they're not um, so they're they not. don't really count so. no uh, the DBS Superleggera gets mm. barely any screen time. Yeah, it does nothing. Uh, the um, Valhalla does even blink, less. Blink and you <laughs> miss it. Yeah. Uh, the V8 Vantage drives a bit. I mean, that is at least a real one. Yeah, um, yeah, that is genuine. We've touched on that. Of going, well, we've that was borrowed. That it was real. We've, yeah, we figured out that cars. History. Um, yeah. So that was a real V8 Vantage, at least. Um, it is most... the most. It's the most interesting of the Astons in that film, uh, by far. Yeah. Uh, the most uh, poignant Bond car in that film, and I'm going to call it now, was the Series Three Land Rover. Uh... I think I, I genuinely think that's the one that stands out the most. Yeah, you could be right, actually. Yeah, you could be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it probably does. We didn't touch on the Land Rover in Skyfall, actually, just thinking about that. But uh, uh, No, we didn't, but that was uh, Miss Moneypenny's one. It? it was. Um, yes, I think you're right. I think the Land Rover, um, I think a... it's, it's just used in such a nice sequence. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, it's the one that you can identify most with. I think it's just, yeah. The, the Aston... They... DB5 stuff in there that feels a little. I mean, it's not as far fetched as an in Invisible Vanquish, but it's still a little 
over the top. A bit forced, I think. I think the yeah. use of the DB5 now generally has become forced. And it's like, oh, it's Bond. He has to be driving a DB5. And, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but um, with Brosnan, they got that so right of going, he just drives it. Yeah. It's his personal car. He's using it to drive to meetings and things mm. and go places. But when he's out on a mission, he's getting a, you know, a car issued to him. That's correct. Um, yeah. Whereas now, it's, well, and I know he's not on a mission in No Time to Die, or at least not at the beginning. Uh, no. um, he is off on his own. Um, I don't know. It, it, uh, we touched on this when we reviewed the whole film, but it, it, yeah, it feels a bit forced, and they're not real Astons. So, yeah, I mean, um, that you can you can almost forgive for filming purposes, but I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, they weren't going to smash up real ones. I mean, they're getting quite rare now, and they're worth over a million pounds. So. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a bit steep. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, okay, right, right. Well, the brass tax. Hmm. Number one and two can alternate. I think so, and we're Between, going with if the golf, ha- golfing yeah. a DB5. Yeah. yeah. If you had to ask me today, I'd go Aston. But probably if you asked me at the weekend, I'd say Lotus. Yeah, I'm probably so, the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, number three would be DBS on a Majesty's Secret Service. Again, that might change for me, but right here, right now, I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. Um, number four, uh, Vantage Living Daylights. Living Daylights, yeah. Number five, 750. Yeah, I think it has to be, doesn't it, really? Um, it's the yeah. most Bond of the non-Bond cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's the fact that, it got so much screen time and they made a car that shouldn't have been that interesting, really interesting. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They've really given that car uh, something. Yeah, they um, made it desirable. It's a reason that you and I would quite happily buy one. Yes, it probably is. I don't think I'd be so interested. I mean, I still, it's a good-looking car, but I don't think I would be as interested if it hadn't been in that film, no. Okay, well, no, there we indeed. go. I think we've well, covered that, that chat. Yeah, that that's it. We got introductions of Bond cars. We got a top five, and we didn't even argue about that. No, no, I was no. expecting more, more uh, uh, contradictions from one another. But nope, that's it. With general, no, I think I think we're on that. Yeah, yep. I think we're on that. Good, Very good. Right. right, there we go. Internet. That's what it is. Don't argue. I think it's it's just a terrible shame that he um he never drove a Mark One Focus because, as we know. Um, you need to just go and buy a Mark One. Well, Focus. you just get Mo. Well, he's probably got one tucked away because everyone should just have one, really. I think so. Yeah, that, that's probably Mister Bond's trusty steed for the weekend, isn't it? He'll have got that in another lockup that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, that's it. You you'll see that parked in the Waitrose car park. Yeah, because yeah, he, he won't he won't go to ASDA, but he will go to Waitrose in his. I uh, think Bond would shop at Waitrose. Yeah, and of course yeah. the Mark One Focus is perfect for that. He'll get his weekly uh, weekly veggies in there. Yeah, it will get all in there. It's classless. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening.